Welcome to what might be the shortest episode in City Wave Cinema history. You know how Tarantino's got this weird thing with feet? I don't know where this is going. Directors, directors do the same shit all the time. I thought Dan Schneider had a thing with feet. Dan Schneider has a thing with children. He um, also has a thing with feet. Yeah, I'm gonna get fucking bullied online for that one. Uh, it's uh, common fact now. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking. This is you're right. No, he does have a thing with feet. He, that yeah, creep. yeah. It, like there's like I mean like the iCarly did like the toe people. Nickelodeon, sing. get a hold of your fucking producers. Um, he's responsible for so much of my childhood, and now that's a lot. A lot of it's. It's tainted. It's all tainted it's, it's by really that bad. fucking. Do you know how Tarantino has this thing with feet? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a foot fetish, but it's a lot less creepy. On a scale of one to that particular client I used to have, how obsessed with feet? I mean, he probably wouldn't say it. Probably wouldn't say it out loud, but you always get bare feet in a Tarantino movie. Always. Always get bare feet in a Tarantino movie. You know what you always get in a Mel Brooks movie? Besides jokes about Jews? Mm, potty humor? There's some of that for sure. But it's always... Dick jokes. Dick jokes also. Um, Mel Brooks is such a good director because he doesn't take himself too seriously. Meta jokes. Uh, meta jokes, yes. All common traits of the Mel Brooks movies. Uh, race jokes in general as well. Um, but my personal favorite is... How he's always in his own movies. I mean, so many time, directors do that. I, 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 so many directors do that, and a lot of people do it like cringe. But he makes himself like a proper character in his movies, and almost always a suit wearing villain. Uh, I don't know why it just bothers me. What would it have been better if President Scrooge was played by another person? I it I it's not like Mel Brooks that bothers me. It's just that idea. I don't know. It always feels really egotistical to me to direct something and then write yourself a part in it. Well, Tarantino does that also. Uh, I, there's a lot of directors that do it. It just to me, as someone who was in the arts and has been an actor and been a director, it always feels super egotistical to me to be like. I'm the star of my own show. Well, but see, that's the thing of it is I feel like, for the most part, directors don't make themselves the star of their own movie. There are exceptions to this, of course, but especially with Mel Brooks, he always plays, first of all, the bad guy and uh, a hapless dumb fuck all the time. It's always his role in in the Mel Brooks movies. Uh, what's his is he in Robin Hood Men in Tights? Oh, look, you figure that out. You go on but about what your I whole just, thing is because you still haven't gotten to the end of it. I, I don't know. I just really like all his own, his personal cameos. I also really like that his character in all of his movies is always seen cavorting with some sort of... Uh, oh, he old as fuck now. Yes, he is old as fuck now. He's all, his characters are always cavorting with some sort of hot young lady. Uh, which it's never like explicitly shown. Well, that's not true. It is explicitly shown, uh, but you know, explicit for a 1980s movie. Uh, also, the fucking ratings board from the 80s should be thrown away. 
just thrown away entirely. Uh, Spaceballs is rated PG, and there is an audible fuck in the dialogue. Like, they say shit twice and fuck once. You cannot make a PG movie today where you say shit twice and fuck once. I wish you could, because Shrek would be a lot funnier. Um, yes. Rab rabbi Tucker Tuckman? rabbi Tuckman yeah terrific who he was in rabbi oh yeah he's the rabbi uh yeah man I think I think the ratings board uh either from the 80s needs to be thrown out or the ratings board needs to be thrown out from now because the MPAA doesn't know what the fuck they're doing they've never to be fair the MPAA has never known what the fuck they're doing. They always make up the rules. There's can, not an actual freaking guide, really. You can get away with so much gratuitous sexual shit in movies now that you never could have gotten away with in the fucking 80s, but you also can't swear. There's also, like... I don't I don't understand it. I'm going to fight back on that, because I feel like you're... For more sexual content, you get a higher rating or you were are required to have a higher rating than you used to, but, like, remember when I made you watch, Go- watch Goonies? Oh, that movie's fucked. And you were like, how is... I, I think it's PG, isn't it? Goonies? I think it's PG. Goonies can't be more than PG. Like, it's either there's G... No it's either it's G... It's either G or PG, but, it, yeah, it's definitely not PG-13, and there's, like, a actual penis... Well, it's a statue, but there it's is... It's PG. Yeah, there's a whole penis... On screen for quite some time, and they talk about pissing in your face. And Chris Columbus wrote that shit. No fucking way! I didn't know it was Chris. Chris Columbus, Columbus wrote the screenplay, and Steven Spielberg wrote the story oh. for the Goonies. This brought to you by the man who directed some of the Harry Potter movies. It is a statue, but it's still like you. There's in a lot of the displays. Like if you put the statue of David in films now, you have to like display it so you don't see. The area. Which is so stupid because that's part of the statue. Like, I don't know. We the MPAA has never known what the fuck they're doing, and they make it up every year. They legitimately I, do. I mean, all rules are made up, but I like an example of their just l- almost lack of oversight is how bad that new show on HBO is that's got The weekend and Johnny Depp's kid in it. Uh, Euphoria? No, The Idol. Oh, I don't know that one. It's all I've seen about that show is it's one step down from pornography. Like, it's... So, like, and I the, mean, the same thing could be say about the Harley Quinn animated series. There is... Is there just gratuitous sex in that? I haven't heard shit about The Valentine's Day episode, I'm pretty... I don't remember the exact context, but uh, I think Poison Ivy has an orgasm so bad that, like, end of days happens, basically. What? Yeah, like, there's an explosion. There's an explosion. There's time. It's a... Oh, wow, that's a hell of a cast. It's a great cast, and the show's really funny, but it is raunchy aft. It's it's up there. Uh, it's the better version of Velma, honestly, because it has a lot of the same. Uh, Wait, you mean it was written by someone who knows what the fuck they're doing? Yes. Sorry, Mindy Kaling, you really dropped the ball on this one. That way, which is so weird for her, because she's had such good. I mean, she did. Uh, I think it's 
Never Have I Been Kissed, I think is what it's called. And she did the Mindy Project. And the Mindy Project's fucking really good. It's really Ooh, good. Velma has a 1.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Velma sucks. We have strange... And there's a season two. Well, yeah, there's a season two. Yeah, because everybody fucking two. went and hate watched it. Why? Listen. I, I don't know if Mel Brooks could make... Like, if Mel Brooks was 25 years old now and was starting to write movies again. Well, let's see. He was, what, 40 when he was making these movies in the 80s? I'm trying to think if there's anybody comparative to no, him right now. No, there isn't. Because no one makes spoof movies anymore. That, I'm going to circle back to the whole... I mean, they do, but they're not nearly as good because we have, like, a... There's all those parody movies. Oh, yeah, that like, are, like, streaming on Amazon and shit. Like, the parodies of the... Uh, uh, the the Hunger Guard games, yeah. The Hangover. Uh, they did a... They did a 300 well, it's, one. It's because those movies have become C-tier Twilight, movies. Twilight, the Twilight ones. They're just C movies. They're like movies that film students make right out of college. And it's not, you're not, first of all, you're not good enough yet. Don't, it seems like such an easy thing to do to make a good parody. It seems so simple because you watch one, right? And every joke is so approachable. It's all so easy. It's all so good and fun. But the minute you put the onus on yourself to try to write something that's spoofy, it gets so bad. Like, the closest... The, you know what's better than the Hangover games? The Park Knight. Hey! You know why? You can find because that on YouTube. I wouldn't recommend it. I love it with all my heart. Passion project from my childhood at this point. If you were an adult, but I'll, okay. I'll tell you this right now. If Mike could rewrite it, he would. Oh, if we could refilm it, I would. If we could reproduce the Park Night, flesh it out to be like 30 minutes instead of 11. If we had been able to make the Park Night, we almost had to do like a Snyder Cut thing, like where we yeah. had to leave a lot on the chopping room floor if, to if we make could, it under time. And that's just a fucking college film. Like, that's some old, old garbage shit. But Mike straight up wrote a spoof of. A Batman movie. It and was it funny. was really funny. It was enjoy. I enjoyed that script. I enjoyed acting in it. It was a good time. I can't think of another parody thing I've seen. Like, okay, you know what is close to a good parody? The Wayans Brothers. And all the scary movies that they did. Oh, no, the not the ones movies. after they stopped. Because they got way worse in quality. But like the first couple scary movies are really fucking funny. They're a little edgier than Mel Brooks's stuff, but it's it takes a really particular type of individual to make properly good parody. And even then, if you were to watch like this movie that we just watched and then go and watch Scary Movie, you'd look at Scary Movie and go, oh, it just doesn't hold up or it doesn't hold a candle to it. And while you're not necessarily wrong, you're looking at a titan of parody and the next best thing is the Wayans Brothers. And they're very good. It's funny. It's good movie. I mean, it's well produced, at least. The, spe the SFX are great. I'm making a lot of cringe faces because I'm not a huge fan of the scary movies. But 
It's fair, but you've got, I mean, they're cult classics right now. Yeah. I can, I can acknowledge their merit. There's some things I can't, like, I'll, I'll live and die on my Seth MacFarlane hill. <coughs> I mean, Seth MacFarlane writes the same four dick jokes in a row, and he just recycles it he like just, he's a machine. He just doesn't know when to, like, stop. He, he really, like, lets a... He, His jokes run till they run out of gas. Yeah. And then they somehow continue to roll. Uh, but... I, I don't know. I, I think Mel Brooks is such a good writer and it's just so he had such I say he had like he's dead. He's still alive. You know what is a you know what's a good parody? What? It's um and it's honestly uh If you say movie forty three, I swear to god. No. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a bad parody. Um no, uh, and honestly a good parody, and it's gonna sound really silly, but uh they did Lion King one and a half um, in our lifetime, which is a parody of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, um, which is a play. I mean, if you're going to make Disney movies about plays, may as well do that one. I mean, it was really cool because they did, I mean, Lion King is Hamlet and then Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead is like a parrot is, is playing off of Hamlet. And then they made a parody of that with Lion King one and a half. And it was honestly really well done. Like, it's just. And it's Shakespeare for kids. It really is. Um, <laughs> Disney doesn't have an original thought in their fucking brain since no, Walt died, and he no. barely had any. He, he stole a lot of shit, but he, he had a couple of good ideas. I wrote a whole paper on how most of his artwork from the early times was ripped off from Casper David Friedrich, so... It's true and fair. He also Listen. just rips himself off. Like, eventually, they like just started reusing animation, because... At this Saves point, money they and just time. keep writing sequels like they're go like they're good. Nobody asked for Frozen Three or Zootopia Two or Toy oh Story Five. No one wanted Zootopia Two. The first one was fine, but it wasn't good. It was just fine. I yeah. Like, it was, like, how did we warrant get? Uh, no one even hate watched that. So how did we warrant a second fucking Zootopia? It'll be canceled. Don't worry. Ugh. God, I can only hope. I can only and and Pixar used to be so good, and now that because they're part of like the Disney, they're just machine, in the machine. Their shit's well, I mean, going they, downhill too. Uh, it's not even that the those movies are bad. They're just not even getting fucking. Uh, they're just not even getting any fucking uh, uh, advertising. I don't. What's the last Pixar movie to come out? Uh, the lowest ranking Pixar movie of all time. Which would yeah? It's fucking. That one that just came out that I don't even know the it, name I, of. Went, oh, uh, Elemental. Yeah, Elemental it, went to theaters. Did it? Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, oh, no. Huh? Was anyone interesting in it? Couldn't tell you. Don't know much about it. Heard yeah. it's cute. Heard people cried because it's a Pixar movie. It's required. I mean, it's probably well written. It's got a seven on IMDb with 36,000 I've honestly reviews. heard it's good, but the issue is... Everyone just was like, oh, well, I'll see it when it comes out on Disney+. Plus." Boy, there ain't nobody in this movie. <laughs> I don't know any of those people. Honestly. No, no, like Ruby Gilman. That's not Disney, but it's, I think it's DreamWorks. Um, it's that squid movie. Terrible. But. No one's making anything. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. I, I don't know. I'd like to see someone do a properly good spoof. With one instance of the word fuck, two instances of the word shit, and... I mean, technically... What? 
technically. Oh, God, we're going to get into technicalities. And technically, I'm correct, which is the best kind of correct. Oh, no. Deadpool is a spoof of superhero movies. That is true. But also, Deadpool the comic was a spoof of... Uh, superheroes. Deadpool's just been a spoof of superheroes the whole time, but I'm saying you can have your parody cake and eat it, too. Deadpool's the only one who can have his cake and eat it, too. It, it, especially when you do, like, solid, I'll never, like, one of my favorite scenes in any of the Deadpool movies is when the entire uh, X-Men new class was just in the background of the shot, (laughs) and then they shut the door. (laughs) They're not here. (laughs) Wasn't it, um, Evan Peters, uh, Quicksilver. It was Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like went. He just closed the door. You had everyone from the X Men movies in the fucking the background. The entire, the entire um, X Men team, all the X Men were in there, and it was the, the Deadpool movies. The Deadpool movies are a weird mutant of movies because they're very spoofy in the way that they're written, but also they have plot. And lore and interesting IPs in them that are not like just straight ripoffs. They have like originality to them. And so it's tricky to call it a strict parody of superhero movies. But at the same time, it definitely leans on uh, the parody comedy. Um, Something you haven't talked about from your notes, because mm. I'm looking at James's notes because he's he uh, needs help today. I'm not right. I'm not right. Um, you want to talk about that kiss at the end? Because that was one of the, my least favorite. Jesus things I... Christ, Bill! Fucking close your eyes. This motherfucker right here has a kiss at the now. Now wait a minute before I get real angsty about it. You didn't tell them the whole medallion. You haven't told them any of that. Oh, I mean the medallion's whatever. It's it's a it's the pinnacle plot device where it just says in a foreign language that it's his birth certificate (laughs) yeah it's his birth certificate he's a prince okay great that means he can marry the princess hooray um but they they do they go get married it's a ha -ha funny little ceremony and he goes to kiss her and he just keeps his eyes open the whole time and it's like I I don't know. It, it feels distinctly uncomfortable to watch an on-screen kiss where one party is just eyes open, like an inch away from the other party's eyes. That's just a weird thing to see, and it's I didn't like it. And uh, the princess kept her eyes closed for the kiss, but uh, Bill Pullman, man, just fucking close your eyes, my guy. Just close them. Oh man. Oh oh, it's uncomfortable. Um, All right, what else? So feed me more. Uh, feed me see more. The alien joke. Oh, yeah, they got John Hurt to reprise his role as the guy who gets bursted from the alien. The alien burst from him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, man, that that's pretty good. That's a good joke. Why is this movie not as good as Robin Hood Men in Tights, in your opinion? Because you, you're really adamant about that several times in your notes, and I'm just curious. Several times? Yeah. I thought I only said it once. Twice. Um... I think, to me, having seen them both now, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, I think, just is better written. And I think, it's not to say that Spaceballs is poorly written, but I think 
Spaceballs leans a little bit more into jokes uh, of phallic nature, jokes that are simpler, jokes that are more sex heavy. Um, and it's not to say those aren't in Robin Hood, but I think there's less of them and it makes them better when there's less. It's like, you know, too much of something is always going to be bad. Do you hear that, Seth MacFarlane? No, he doesn't. He doesn't listen to the show. If he does, we have to have him on. And we'll just roast the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> no, the, the jokes in Robin Hood, I think, are just better executed. I think, honestly, getting Carrie L's to just be Carrie L's on the set of a Mel Brooks movie is just a perfect match in heaven in and of itself. Because he comes straight off of The Princess Bride into Robin Hood Men in Tights. I'm pretty sure. I think they went in that order. And he plays the same character in both movies. Because Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights is just Wesley. But a little funnier and a little worse at fighting. But also way better at fighting. And it's way less serious. But uh, it, I, don't, I don't know. I, I Man, also getting, uh, uh, getting Dave in the movie. Oh, fuck. No, brain. Oh, God, brain, no. What, Who Dave? else? Well, it's Dave Chappelle, but who else? Who else am I thinking of that was in Robin Hood? Um, I mean, Dave Chappelle was just phenomenal in it. Uh, I'm not good with actor names, so don't ask me. Richard Lewis, who played the prince. Roger Rees, who played the sheriff. Uh, oh, Mark Blankfield, who played Blinken. Man, what a dumb joke, but so funny. I accidentally opened that. The, ah, man. Blinken the whole time was just so funny. And you know what? In this movie, it didn't really... In Spaceballs, it didn't really feel like the jokes just flowed like one after another, like a really good comedy set from a stand-up comic where the jokes just flow one into the other. Um, it felt a lot more like, we're going to do this set of jokes, and now we're going to do this set of jokes. And they, were, they weren't all strung together like really well. Um, however... The whole time the space balls are on the desert planet, mm -hmm. it's a riot. I mean, <laughs> Dark Helmet having like a fucking stereotypical uh, uh, safari gear as his costume. That's great. That's so funny. Um, combing the desert. Hilarious. So something that should be noted is the... The order of these movies, too, which might have something to do with how you feel about them. Okay. Um, which actually is not the order I thought they would be in. All but right. it is. it goes Blazing Saddles. Terrific. Young Frankenstein. I've heard it's terrific. Spaceballs. All right. And then Robin Hood Men in Tights. Interesting. Which is not how I thought that order was. Uh, if you look at the ratings, too, uh, Men in Tights is, I believe, the least well-rated of all of those. 
Mm. I think uh, Spaceballs should be like a seven, and I think Robin Hood is like a low six. Uh, six point seven, and yes, Spaceballs is seven point one. Uh, History of the World, which comes right before Spaceballs, is six point eight. Uh, to be or not to be is good too. It's also six point eight. Um, and then Young Frankenstein is a solid eight. And Blazing Saddles is 7.7. See, in my opinion, and maybe you'll think this too after you see it, Young Frankenstein is my favorite. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to watch his Young Frankenstein and then we'll see. Well, What's you're it? going to. Oh, I'm going to? Next time. Oh, hell yeah. Mel Brooks every week. Bro, let's just run his catalog down. It'll be like. He's really good. It'll, it's it. like when we finished the Flintstone. Like, it was just. <laughs> yeah. Or the the hangovers. It was just like, let's just roll let's back just to back. Just keep back doing Back to it. back to back. Let's go. Finish it. Um, I almost want to do a whole episode just dedicated to Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like, maybe just a one-off episode about Robin Hood Men in well, Tights. We can talk about it, but we're coming up on our uh, 100th episode here. Oh, God, and I'm about no. ready to cash in on a promise that was made, so... Oh, God, no. I have to count, but I'm pretty sure we're close. Oh, no, I don't want to. we got to cancel the show before then. I'm going to cancel the show at 97. Rude. Cancel the show at 102. That's just how we go out. <laughs> That's just the end. It'll be a hell of a run. Just end it on the fucking. I mean, it's always polite to finish. Hey, oh. Stop it. Um, what about, uh, you haven't talked about pizza. I don't give a fuck about Pizza the Hut. Okay. Um, that, you... man, I didn't give a shit about that. That was, I didn't like it, if I'm honest. It, it would look gross. I didn't, I didn't like that bit at all. Um, uh, let's get that shit out of here. The other thing you had a note about that you did enjoy was uh, earmuffs. Oh, that's just a little gag. I love that. Because it's a parody. So she's got the, the cinnamon bun hairdo. Uh, and then... We call them space buns. Whatever. Dot's talking to her and she can't hear it. And she takes off the hair. It's just a, it's just a headset. Like listening to music. It's great. That's, it's just little stuff like that, you know? Movies need to do more little bit jokes. And, oh, who said it recently? Someone, someone in a, a movie recently said, oh, your boy, Adam Devine said, and it, it got taken out of context uh, when it went viral on the internet, but Adam Devine recently said that he thought Marvel movies uh, have made making comedies impossible uh which is that's a little bit out of context i highly recommend reading his interview i believe he did it with variety but i could be wrong um adam devine did a an interview where he talked about how no one you no, no one's ever going to make another pitch perfect no no one's ever going to make another one of those little comedy movies that's lower budget like you're talking like a 10 million, 15 million, 25 million dollar movie when you have these blockbusters, especially Marvel movies. Well, I mean, it's I, I say it's a blockbuster, but it's a it's a fucking Marvel movie where every character has just the comic senses of a god and they're just written to be these funny motherfuckers. Like I think he's onto something where it's like people are shelling out or production studios are shelling out enormous amounts of money 
to get people to write, or not to get people to write, clearly, but to get these fucking movies to have these comedy, these comedy bits in them. And while they're welcome, it's, we've ridden the horse to death. I We're think, beating the horse to death. I think you'll see, and I mean, we have seen it, but that, that bumps into a little bit about what Matthew Patrick said, too, about... Disney being dead. Well, yeah, and just the studios churning out content after content after content. Uh, just for they the could re- learn from Bendy. Just from the... Just from the record uh, here, since we still are in strike time, we are not promoting or supporting any of these companies that we're talking about. In fact, if you listen to any of this, kind of Mostly quite the opposite. Um, but I just want to make sure that that's out there for legal purposes. Um, but second of all, yeah, you have these big studios that are just churning out fucking content, whether it's good or not, because you can, it's, you can slap on a family name on it, like Star Wars, Toy Story, Frozen, um, Harry Potter is guilty of it, because, God, I know what, I'm not going into that. Um, Best thing that's come from the Harry Potter universe in the last couple years has been that fucking crab dance. (laughs) Eddie Redmayne is a hero. Whoever but. wrote that should have written the rest of the shit for that movie or for those movies. Um, so you just have these studios that are con- churning out content, whether it's good or not, or whether we asked for it. Man, fuck Tina. Or not, and it's not. It's oversaturation in a market, and so and yeah, you're right. When you're getting all these comedy bits, it's the same thing. I think we'll see, and we have seen a lot of comedy go to. Uh, TV, where we have, like, only murders in the building, and, like, a lot of the really solid comedy writers, obviously not right now, um, but all of the really solid comedy writers are going into uh, TV, or they're making their own shit. Um, For example, like, a lot of the new ones are making their own shit. Markiplier is freaking hilarious, but he's gonna make all his own movies, and also star in them. Marks falls in, but he's a, a known narcissist. Self de- self declared, right. self de- he's self declared narcissist. He said that. I would like to see a uh, somewhat prominent director get the funding from a studio that is not Disney and parody the fuck out of a Marvel movie. Well, just absolutely spoof their shit. Mel Brooks can't. He's like 97. What? I wasn't done with any of my thoughts, but continue. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go. It's okay. I was going to talk about Dropout TV, too, because a lot of this Uh, young, good talent is making their own shit, which, good for them. Like, honestly, like, because now we're in this world where you don't have to write for a famous name to get out there. Um, Other people, uh, like... Ben Brainerd from TikTok, uh, Youth Pastor Ryan, Call Me Chris, all these really fantastic comedians that are just able to make their own content and make money off of it without having to go through the route of being like a stand-up comedian or a comic writer or working on SNL. Like, they're able to go out there and do their own thing without having to have that extra support on the back end. And so I think 
I do think that there is going there is a change that's happening where we're not going to see as much comedies in the big screen because all those people that would do the writing because eventually the writers that we have aren't going to be around mm-hmm. all those people that would take those places are able to make more money doing it themselves. Now I'm done. Well, there's not really much else to talk about Spaceballs. It's good. It's Let me a, see if you have any okay. final notes. All right. Sorry. I mean, it's just, You didn't talk about the dinks. What is there to say about them? I don't know. They're you, just funny little guys. You you had strong thoughts in your notes. What did I say? The fucking dinks? Yes. Yeah, it's funny. They're funny. Okay. Um, you sat there, all they do is say dink, and it's just one guy who did the voice lines for it. Who's, who's not credited. Oof. Studios, come on now. Um, I've made way too many gagging noises in this particular episode. Uh, yeah, let's do war. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. No, that's just gonna end up getting you. Oh, is he gonna show up? <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. That motherfucker's in the bathroom mirror right now. <laughs> it's like Bloody Mary. He's you over just there. Hear fucking Stewie's voice in the distance. Shut up, Batman. Fucking hey. Um. Yeah. No, I don't think that. Yeah. There's a lot. To say anymore, but I think we did touch on it. I told you this is probably going to be a short episode. Um, I want to see more shit like this. I want to see, I want to see people spoof big stuff because, and this is prime time. Okay. This is just like you've been talking about for the last two hours. We are in a content surplus and all of it's trash. You get get one diamond out of the pile of turds every once in a while. Like, uh, Last of Us was really good. Um, Just blink. Uh, Only Murders in the Building. I'm trying to think of a movie that came out recently that was Barbie. Like, there have been things that, like, come out of the crap factory, but there's just not... There's not enough good to dole out the surplus of just mediocre... Yeah. bad. I, I think we are in a prime time currently to get some real clever writers, to get some real clever directors, to spoof the shit out of some of these just stinker IPs now. Like, give me a spoofed Avengers with a proper good director and well-written. Wouldn't that just be the boys? Ooh, you know, I might agree if it wasn't a comic already. Uh, it's technically an original IP. Um, but that is it is kind of a parody of superheroes. But again, TV. Again, TV. I mean, the last... Ah, God, it just... We've watched the same shit happen in every Marvel movie for the last Why five I don't like years. Marvel. You didn't like Marvel long before that. Well, I've never liked Marvel, but it's it's every Batman movie is exactly the same. Um uh, you don't yeah, fucking frown about it because it's your franchise you like. I'm no, I was DC not. heroes are epitome of losers. It, the, yeah. The fucking but their villains are great. Sure. That's te- that's true. 
the... I don't know, man. Like, I want there to be good superhero movies. Like, I want to remember how dope it was to watch Iron Man 1 for the first time. Where you get just perfect Iron Man casting with RDJ. And, dude, that was such a good movie. I hated that movie. Uh, no one asked you. The, the I'm on this podcast. Yes, people no. ask me. That's part of the thing is they hear both of our opinions and I hated Iron Man. I, I hated it so much I haven't really watched another Marvel movie that wasn't X-Men since then. Every X-Men movie is the same shit. Every X-Men movie is just like a less interesting Avengers and the Avengers already suck. You really liked the Batman? The Batman was great. It was really dark. Just like in more ways than one, you know. Oh yeah, it was kind of like they got the Game of Thrones guys to do it oh the whole God. time. Uh, but man, ah. yes to the question. We we need a good a good spoof of some of the stuff that we have going on. Like, give me a good spoofed horror movie again. Like, do we not count the Winnie the Pooh movie? Cause I count that. That's uh no. That that happened. That happened because Winnie the Pooh hit the public domain. Okay. And actually, I don't even think Winnie the Pooh hit the public domain. I just think their likeness hit the public domain. Uh no, it was the actual Winnie the Pooh. It... The likeness is still under trademark. So your uh okay. Your your yellow bear cannot have a red crop top. But he sure can look pretty close. Uh, it's that sixteen percent rule. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we've had, like, we've had near misses in recent history, like, with that Winnie the Pooh slasher movie, and, uh... I really want to watch that movie. You know what else we have, um, that actually came out out of order, uh, with all of the Five Nights at Freddy's bullshit that's existed in this world? What's that fucking, uh... Nick Cage movie where he doesn't say a word and just kills animatronics inside one, of one, one Night one, at Wally's yeah. or something. It's, it's uh, Wally's. It's something Wally's. It's something Wally. It's Wally's that, Wonderland. That's what it is. Wally's Wonderland. That is a parody of the animatronic horror genre of stuff. Willie's. Willie's. Willie's Wonderland. I want to watch that movie specifically because Nick Cage doesn't say a word in it. And I think that's insane. But also he costs a lot of money if he says words. Um, they did it for another reason. Um, I think it was it was either MatPat or New Rockstars who was talking about it. Uh, and it might have been in the panel I went to. So I wouldn't even be able to pull it up. But someone there was another reason that he... Probably in the trivia for the movie. That he didn't talk, and it actually had to do with Five Nights at Freddy's. So I don't remember what it is. We're going going to get a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. So excited! From Blumhouse. A little studio that makes banger horror movies. I'm so excited. The trailers have looked great. The casting is phenomenal. We'll see if it's good, but we already have a parody of it. Before it ever even came out. They and really Willy's tried to Wonderland. cash in on that before. Honestly, I think Willy's Wonderland might have been 
even better if they had waited until <laughs> until Five Nights came out. But I, you know, let me get Mike on the phone. See if we can write some shit. We'll rehash the park night. I mean, they always say that in the entertainment entertainment industry. Like, if you see that there is there's a, a space, if for there is if there is a space, you should be the one to go jump into that space, even if it's something small like uh. I mean, Mark kind of did it when he did his whole uh, heist with Markiplier and... And in space with Markiplier. In space with Markiplier, because... Bandersnatch hit Netflix, and it was outrageously popular. And Mark literally looked at it, and he's like, I well, you can that. do that with links and videos, and just... Yeah, that's so easy. And the only way you get access to those certain clips is with that link. Like, yep. it's really easy to it's set up private. on YouTube. The YouTube... The way YouTube is structured, perfect for doing that. And it's like a movie's worth of content. It's a lot. And if you do the multiple endings, you're there for... It's maybe like three hours worth of content. And then you have In Space with Markiplier and In Space with Markiplier 2. Like, he just saw a niche and he's like, I can do that. Let me just dig into it. I bet you he's made a lot of money off of those. And as he should. Well, you have to think about it is every one of those, and if you're thinking about the YouTube algorithm, every one of those is a click to your page. So every one of those is adding to your... And then the amount of replayability. So you're getting those watch minutes in. You're getting those uh, completed watch minutes for finishing the whole clip. Like you're do, and you're getting that um, trap that uh, traffic where you're each time someone's tapping something that's from your video. So then it's being directed to another one of that, your videos. All that adds to that algorithm. Dude, the AdSense on the first like episode of each one of those things alone has got to be outrageous yep because then you have to go back and click that one from the page and that's the only one you'll ever get a commercial on is the first one mm-hmm. you'll never get a commercial for any one that you click through yeah so it's it's, so it's smooth it's so brilliant smart. so if you see that that opportunity and that place where's my phone let me get mike on the phone <laughs> that's your cue to do it <laughs> all right well i guess mike and i have to write a fucking parody and film it and find people to be in it. You know, all those things. I've got a joker. He lives in Arizona. Um, I think that is a wrap. We didn't get to talk very much about the movie, um, but we had a lot of good conversation. We will be watching Young Frankenstein next time if you missed that little blip. Um, And your guys' recording releases will not be disrupted, but the live recordings will be by our schedule the next couple weeks, but that's why we kind of crammed this one in here. Because it works out absolutely perfectly for the releases. Um, so everybody have a wonderful, awesome time. And we will continue to be in your ear holes. Bye. Bye.